0: Welcome, Welcome to the Reformation, Reformation Radio, with Apostle the online Bible, Bible training podcast the, the word. Welcome everybody to Reformation Radio. I'm your host, Apostle John Ova, and I'm with the Sound of Heaven Church located here in Long Island, New York. And we're excited today. We're excited to bring you the newest podcast, a Bible training podcast called Reformation Radio. It's one thing to, to believe in God and believe in the Word, but it's another thing to be trained and developed in the Word of God. And we're really excited to be doing this podcast, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. And we're going to be able to take questions via Twitter. We're going to have live guests on here, and it's all going to be for the mindset and focus of equipping the saints. Now, before I get started in the training tonight, uh, I want to just introduce myself. Uh, I, I'm the the senior leader of a church on Long Island, New York, called the Sound of Heaven. Uh, married to a gorgeous, beautiful, hot. Wife named uh, Rachel. She's a a, a prophetic worshiper, and uh, our hearts are really set out to see God move. We want to see the people of God blessed. We want to see towns and regions taken over for the glory of God. Miracle Signs 1 is restored back to the church, a really good uh, understanding of the Word of God Uh, there. uh, We also currently oversee two churches in Haiti Uh, one church in Ghana, another church in Nepal, um, where we develop leaders, Uh, we develop churches. Uh, We teach evangelistic methods, outreaches. We teach people how to pray, um, decree, declare. We teach people the Word of God, how to activate it in their life, how to apply it to their life so the things that they're talking about and doing are actually working in their life. It's not just something that you believe. It's something you know. It's not just something that you attend. It's something that you are. That's what the body of Christ is supposed to be. We don't go to church. You are the church. You gather on Sundays or Saturdays or whatever day you gather to be equipped to then do the work of the church. That's the point of the. That's the point of the church. That's why it was supposed to be there. Well, again, I'm excited for Reformation Radio. I Hope you guys are as well. And- Visit our website at SoundOfHeavenChurch. The church reformation has begun. And we're going to be doing an interesting thing on, on on this podcast. Like I said, we're going to have plenty of guests, and we're going to answer some questions via Twitter. Um, we're going to have some cool drops. We're going to have some cool information for you guys, uh, and it's going to be a blessing. I know you guys are going to really enjoy it uh, as well. And so God put on my heart that um, we see all these podcasts of people preaching and ministering and teaching, but this podcast is going to be different. This podcast is one where a Christian is going to learn how to um, – so they're going to learn how to be a Christian. You're going to learn how to read the Word, study the Word. We're going to talk about doctrine. We're going to talk about uh, how, how, just the different books of the Bible, how to apply these things to our lives. And again, most importantly, have it work. Nobody wants their prayers to just keep, you just keep praying for stuff and have nothing happen. You want to pray knowing, expecting, Micah 7 7, that when you pray, that God will answer your prayers. So we're excited about that. So we're going to actually start a series today. Um, And the series is a five-week course. It's going to be five different podcasts. And this is episode one. And this one's called The Bible Overview. And basically what this five-week podcast is going to be is how to read the Bible. I mean, we as Christians base our life on the Word of God, yet 99% of Christians have no idea how the book got put together. And they have no idea of the context or audience relevancy or or, or any of that in regards to the scriptures that they read. We take scriptures out of context, apply it to our lives. It doesn't work. Then we get frustrated with God. And our walk with God becomes an emotional state with God. And that's not where we want to be. Emotions have to completely leave. Uh, Our Christian walk. Now, we can get emotional because of what we believe, but we can't believe because we get emotional about it. We got to bring the rationale, the reality back into Christianity, the natural and the supernatural back. And, you know, we're praying and believing for revival here on the island, but before revival comes, reformation's got to come. So, we're going to get started. And the first episode, we're going to talk about a Bible overview. So before we get into the depth of the scriptures uh, here and, and, and just the overtone of, of the books, the 66 completely different books, let's do a high-level overview of the Bible, the Word of God. All right? And again, if you have any questions, you can contact us. You can visit our website at soundofheaven.church. You can contact me directly at Johnny Ova, J-O-H-N-N-Y, O-V is in victory, A is an apple, at soundofheavenchurch.com. And I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you may have. Uh, and maybe you could join me a couple times uh, or every now and then on this podcast. So we believe that this podcast is really going to be a blessing to people. So at our website at the church reformation has begun. What's in the Bible? What is the Bible? What is this book that we read uh that we base our life off of? And again, if you're basing your life off a book you have no idea how it got put together, it's pretty crazy pretty crazy and again you could give me these answers well god put it together and that's all fine and dandy but um you know god can do anything and everything but there is a realness to actually how this book got put together and by just sugarcoating everything with god put it together can you know, really kind of jack a lot of things up. I've seen pe- marriages where people, God put us together and two years later they're divorced. I've seen churches, God tell them to plant it then three months later, four months later, five, the church is gone. So, you know, h- how do we know? And, and a lot of things that it really starts back with. It's the, the biggest prophetic word that I can release uh, ever and that is make good decisions. We need to make good decisions. The Bible says to study, to show ourselves approved and we need to be good students of the word. And I believe that this podcast is going to light a fire in you to read the Bible again, to study the Word of God yet again in your life and make it part of your everyday life and and just apply it to everything that you do. Everything you do in your life needs to honor God. Everything you do, you need to do it knowing that this this, will always have a short-term effect, but will this also have a long-term effect on my life? So let's talk about this Bible. What's in the Bible? The Bible is not a single book. It's actually 66 completely separate books written over the course of 1,600 years by 40 different authors. It is separated into two parts, known as the Old Testament or Old Covenant and the New Testament and New Covenant. By 367 A.D., after much deliberation, the books were brought together. And this is the natural aspect of how the Bible got put together. The amazing part about the Scriptures is that it's written by over 40 different authors over a course of 1,600 years. And in this, what we see is that there's not yet one contradiction in the Word of God. We have kings and peasants. We have the poor, the rich, written in, you know, by diff- all these different people, and also written in different moods. You have happy, sad, peace, war, anger, joy, hope, despair, Frustration, aggravation, and i 'm sure you 've said a whole bunch of things out of anger sometimes that may have been a stumbling block to you, or that you may have regretted, and you know you think, man, maybe this king who really got ticked off man really said something that he shouldn 't have said, or maybe Elijah, when he 's running away from Jezebel, said something that he didn 't mean to say because you know there was he, he was in a state of hopelessness at one point in time. he thought he was the only one struggling, and I know a lot of us get like that as well too sometimes, but really it 's an amazing thing that. That over 66 completely separate books, you know, 66 separate books over 1,600 years by 40 different authors written in two parts. And not yet one contradiction. It all focuses around the redemption of man uh, uh, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that's a really powerful facet. And, you know, once we really get into the depths of the study of the Word of God, you know that there's more historical evidence for the New Testament of our Holy Bible than any type of historical documents, manuscripts, books. Uh, Caesar, Plato, Aristotle, all combined. If you were to combine all the proof that those people's writings actually existed and compared it to the proof that they have for the Word of God, the New Testament, it's, it's really, it's not even close. We're talking about for the hundreds compared to thousands. So we praise God for that. Who wrote this Bible? God used some unlikely individuals to author the Bible. This list is made up of shepherds, fishermen, tax collectors, tent makers, and more. These individuals were all inspired by the Holy Spirit to write the scriptures. So man wrote the Bible inspired by God. And we see inspiration causing us to do many things. A lot of musicians sing out of inspiration or out of experiences that they've been through, positive and negative, to express something that they're feeling. When the Holy Spirit comes on on, on anybody... Uh, not just the people who wrote the Bible, and starts to speak. It is not the man interpreting what he thinks he's hearing or what his opinion should be. What's actually going on is God is actually speaking from the heavenlies down here onto, uh, to us on earth, which is a pretty incredible fact, which is why the Bible does not have any contradictions in it. Even though men penned it, God authored it. Even though men was the physical object, the tool that was being written, that the tool that was that was actually being used, it was God that was inspiring them to write that, which is why it is infallible, which is why it is a is a perfect book. And the more you study that, the more you get into the depth of that. Again, remember, right now in this podcast, we're doing a high-level overview. We just want to discuss some things, throw some, some things out there for thought, and then uh, maybe ask some questions to challenge you to think about this. And actually, these trainings, we actually do these in a, in a thing called group at our church, and... You, we have a 12-week discipleship course, and once you get past the 12-week discipleship course, if you survive the 12-week discipleship course, uh, you get dumped right into my house. Me and my wife, we train and develop leaders uh, using these outlines that we're going to be able to bring to you that is going to be now international. Uh, and uh, I mean, we're just seeing people's lives completely changed, and again, fruit fruit that remains. God's promised us simple things in the Bible that we're supposed to look at, right? All right. Next, is the Bible accurate? The Bible passes every modern day test for uh, historicity. This includes the phenomenon of the first accounts being found and dated just decades after the events. Historicity. Historicity. Am I saying that right? I don't know. This includes the phenomenon of the first two accounts being found and dated just decades after the events. Also, thousands of copies have been uncovered across the world throughout time and maintained the integrity of the text without major differences. That's one of the things that I just find amazing, that we got this holy scripture, we got the scriptures here, and we have manuscripts here, and yet the manuscripts match so uh, so accurately it 's amazing, you think a lot of people have this misconception as if the bible 's a game of telephone where one generation told another generation that told another generation, that told another generation, told, another generation told and here we are, two thousand plus years later with with uh, you know just a thousand different you know uh, uh, words that were passed down, and you know they're just seriously misinterpreted and misconstrued it's just it 's just not the way it, it happened I mean we got the scriptures here that are, are written down in the Hebrew, the Greek, and the Aramaic language uh, by scribes who went to school literally to learn how to, how to read and write the Word of God that, have, that had uh, different people around them at different times watching them translate every word with extreme detail. They literally went to school to watch people uh, uh, you know, translate the Word of God and, and copy the Word of God just to make sure – that there was no changes to anything, uh, and, and I mean it's pretty crazy uh, about the Bible, which is amazing. The Bible is just so much more than a book; it's alive. It's it's, it's life. the The world knows the Bible as Christianity's holy book. It was originally written in Hebrew, Aramaic, and eventually Greek, but has been uh, has since been translated in over two thousand languages. Its authenticity is confirmed by scholars and historians, both Christian and non-Christian. Having many opponents, even being banned in some countries, the Bible remains the most influential collection of texts in human history. For the Christian, however, the Bible is far more than a literary work. It is the inspired Word of God. The Creator gave it to us for the following reasons. Number one, to detail God's covenants with man since the beginning. And number two, to be a guide for every aspect of our lives to proper understanding. The Bible is actually many books written over a long period of time by authors who in most cases had no connection. Together, these works give a complete account of God's interaction with man. Remarkably, this is accomplished without contradiction. I mean, it's really amazing um, to think about and chat about the legitimacy of the Word of God, the legitimacy of, of how amazing this is. And one thing that nobody can deny is that the Bible is the most controversial book that has ever been written, so to say, a, you know, on earth. I mean this book has been banned, burnt, this book has been destroyed, mocked, and yet we still have every bit of it intact. And I guess, I guess, I guess the word of God was right. It says, by, by no means shall my words pass away. We can't kill a living word. You cannot remove the living word of God. And yet this piece of literature has influence over people every single day. In fact, some of us, like me and you, who are Christians uh, listening to this, actually live our lives every day based on the foundation of the Word of God, based on its moral beliefs, moral structures, because it is the perf- perfect moral uh, belief and moral structure. And God's ways are not our ways. God's ways is, ab- is above our ways. And God's intentions for us is to succeed, prosper, and dominate this world for Him. Remember in the beginning God's given us dominion and whatever God has given you dominion over is what we need to dominate for God. And to get back to the actual Bible in itself this book that we read that we study if we don't have a clear understanding of this Word of God we will never have the power filled life that Christians are called to have. We may ask ourselves when we read the Word of God how come the church doesn't look like this today? My answer to that is well the church doesn't look like the church today doesn't look like the church of the Bible because the Christians today do not act like the Christians of the Bible. The Christians of the Bible understood the context, obviously, it was directly to them. Because you've got to understand, the Bible is not written directly to you. It's written for you, but not written directly to you. The book of Ephesians is not to John in Long Island, New York. The book of Ephesians is to a church that was in Ephesus in the first century. It was actually a letter That was written to them, epistles, epistle, Latin for letter, written directly to them uh, about things that they were going through in their actual lifetime. Things that they were actually experiencing when this letter was being written. So before we take that and apply it to us, we have to ask ourselves, well, what did it mean to them first? And then how does that apply to us? It's really hermeneutics 101, understanding the context of the scriptures of the word of God. The Bible is a very powerful book and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into context. We're going to get into audience relevance. We're going to get into the different literary styles, the different ways it was written, because you cannot take everything uh, a certain way. Some of it's written in poetic. Some of it's written in apocalyptic language. Some of it's written in historical narrative. Some of it's written in genealogy. I mean, there's many different things and different ways the Bible has been written. Some of it has parables. I mean, you can't take the parable Straight up as a literal uh, 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 term. When he's talking about the sower and the seeds, he wasn't actually giving them legitimate seeds to sow in the ground. He was, exp- he was relating something to them to show them a spiritual truth, some, something that was really deep in, in the spiritual sense. So I want you to, uh, I'm going to read some questions out to you, or sh- scriptures out to you. And how do these apply to the way we view the Bible? Visit our website at soundofheaven.church. The Church Reformation has begun. First one, Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. All scriptures inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Now, in Second Timothy, uh, we're talking about the uh, all scripture, every bit of scripture inspired by God. And it is profitable for teaching, so we could use the word of God to teach, to reprove, to correct, and to train in righteousness. So we need to get corrected by the word of God, and you know when we get corrected or rebuked, it's never fun, but it's always to make us better. Uh, we cannot be allowed to continue to make bad decisions. Um, so for that, and the Bible is very clear on wisdom. I just want to take a little side note there on the wisdom of the word of God. You know. The Bible talks about with with wisdom and knowledge comes power. And the more we understand who we are, the more we understand the Bible, the more we understand who God is, the more we understand who God is and how he interacts with people, the more we understand who we are. And the more we understand who we are, the more dominant we're going to be in our Christian walk. Remember, when the apostles prayed, They were tarrying, wrestling with demons, and it was hours and hours and hours. And and sometimes they couldn't even cast these things out. They couldn't defeat it. Jesus gets up and goes, be gone. And they're gone. And they question, how would you do that? And Jesus points right to their faith. How long should I tarry with you? If you just had the faith of a mustard seed, be able to move. He questions right away uh, their faith, their training in righteousness. Because a lot of times when the apostles woke up in the morning, Jesus was already four hours Uh, deep in prayer you know we really have got to understand the vital connection of one the kingdom of God the intimacy with the Father and that is to be how we operate in our everyday life so what this scripture means for us and to us is that we can use the Bible and the scripture to teach us to teach us what to teach us about God to teach us about ourselves, to teach us about life to teach us about sin, about death, about the afterlife. To teach us about the kingdom of God that is, that is established on this earth that we're ruling and reigning with Him in. It's able, it teaches us these things. To reprove or correct. The Bible's used to show us where we've gone wrong. What we've done right. Uh, what we need to help in. What we need to be encouraged in. What we need to stop doing. Sometimes we need to be told a no. Right? I know we don't like it. But sometimes we just do. Uh, for training in righteousness. Uh, that, that the way that we understand what righteousness is and striving towards righteousness, that we're not actively in sin. Because once we're in sin, we're, we're, we're blocking, we're veiling up the access to the kingdom uh, and, and all the power that Christ has that we need to pour out into this into this earth. Uh, so we need to be trained in righteousness, trained uh, our minds. And, and don't even think like sexual sin or murder or anything like that. Some of you, your negative thoughts, your doubt, your fears, your unbelief, you need to repent of. You need to knock it off. You need to be trained in righteousness. We are to cast down every imagination that is not that is contrary to the word of God at the foot of the cross. Because if you keep festering on, you're going to die. If you keep festering on, that you're no good. If you're going to keep festering on, that I'm not married. If you're going to keep festering on, I have no ministry. If you're going to keep festering on, I'll never be uh, wealthy. Huh? If you're going to keep festering on these things, we need to train our minds to think. Uh, the way God needs us to think and that's a training in righteousness to to have that uh, in your brain in your heart and in your spirit so you're unified with yourself Uh, and the reason for all these things is that so we're adequate and equipped for every good work that we are equipped to do all the things that God has called us to do for every good work that he has uh, ordained for us next Hebrews 4.12 for the word of God is alive and active sharper than any double edged sword it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts, mind, and attitudes of the hearts. Some of us need to be corrected in our attitudes. That's the correction aspect at the end of that verse. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of our heart. Sometimes we need an attitude adjustment. Sometimes we need to change our stinking thinking. Sometimes we need to choose. Sometimes people go, you know, uh, you know I, I'm big on decreeing and declaring. You know, when you release the word. You know, when you wake up every day, you should be declaring your promises for the day. Wake up every day saying, remember, if you seek the kingdom of God first, all things will be added unto you in abundance. Seeking the kingdom of God first. And when you open up and just, I expect God to move in my life. I am unstoppable through Jesus Christ. I challenge you. I challenge you to, to, to release that. Shout that for five minutes every day. Before you wake up, and I'm telling you, in 30 days, your mind's going to completely change and transform. You will actually believe who you are called to be. Instead of just, oh, negativity all the time, right? But the people who says the Word of God is alive and active. Praise God that, the, the, that God is active in our life. The Word is active in our life. And it's sharper than any double-edged sword, which we currently have. Now, we have the double-edged sword, but let me ask you this. How sharp is it? Did you ever try to cut a, a tree down with a dull axe? That will take a long time. It's going to get you tired and get you frustrated. And some of you are dull. And some of you need to be sharpened. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare a sharpening over your life. Hallelujah. All right. Isaiah 55:11. So will my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. Without accomplishing what I desire. And without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Praise God. Whatever word that comes out of the mouth of God, the word of God, I will, it will not return to him empty. So if God sets to do something, it's going to happen. It's not coming back empty. Um, and uh, without succeeding in the matter for which I had sent it. His plan and purpose will get accomplished. Now, whether we want to be a part of that, it's up to you. Um, you know, but God's will will be done. He doesn't need you. And he doesn't need me. But his will will be done. Matthew twenty-four thirty-five. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words shall not pass away. His words will remain forever. It's good for every generation. Every generation. It's good for every human being. Every person. Uh, and it's just got to be expressed in a different way. Now there are things in the Bible that don't apply to us. Like for example, when the Word of God uh, uh, says to greet Zenos, uh the lawyer. You know, he's not expecting you. Uh, or me, John, in Long Island, New York, in 2016 to go find Zenus the warrior. So we got to be able to rightfully divide the word of truth and understand the context and content of what God is saying because once we apply that uh, to our lives, it will manifest so much fruit. And uh, we're seeing this a lot at our church, man. We have Christians who come to 40 years in their Christianity and they're still waiting for their promise. And I'm telling you, if you're waiting 40 years for your promise, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And what we do is we begin to train and teach and develop. And one of the awesome and amazing things we hear at Sound of Heaven all the time is I've never heard the Word of God taught like this before. I'm so excited about the Word. I'm, I'm so passionate. You know, I, I want to. They get passionate about it. They, they want to read the Word, and 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 we take one on one time to develop people to teach them how to apply these things to their life. And bottom line is, we're seeing results because, uh, you know, we always talk about a results based business, right? And even though this is not a business, if the New Testament was not producing in the, in the first century um, uh, uh, salvations, transformations, miracles, signs, and wonders. Guess what? It would be unfruitful. Unfruitful. The Bible says that you can tell it by its fruit. You can tell people by its fruit and situations and circumstances by their fruit. And let me tell you something. You could even tell doc- correct doctrine by their fruit. Love, peace, joy, gentleness, kindness, long-suffering. I mean, these are things that we are able to judge things of that are of God and not of God. Very simple. God makes it really easy for us, you know, to do those things. So now uh, we come to a close of the first episode. But I want to start our first activations. Now, what we're going to do here is we're going to activate you, okay? And what that's going to require you to do is it's going to require you to repeat after me. You're going to release and repeat the things that I'm saying. And this is going to activate the spirit man inside of you. I want you to think of an on and off button. All right? Some of you haven't used your word. Some of you haven't haven't used your spirit man in a long time. You need somebody to push the on button desperately. Desperately. You need somebody to push the on button so your spirit man activates and that you're able to be, your, your spirit man is on, so to say. And the Bible says that if you decree a thing, it shall be established for you. So if you don't know how to decree, we're going we're to teach you how to decree. You will be a good declarer of the word, a heralder of the gospel of Jesus Christ before we are all said and done. And you can say all the negative things that the devil lies to you about, but it's about time that you start decreeing the promises of God over your life. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with an activation, decrees and declarations, of receiving the truth of the word of God and applying it to your life. Lay down, train, impart, activate. Activation has begun. Prepare to be activated. All right. So we're going to start. I want you to repeat. I don't care if you're driving. I don't care if you're listening this on the computer, your phone, wherever you listen to this. I want you. I want you to connect here. You ready? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I will no longer be a sluggard in the word of God. Go ahead, repeat that. Say, I will no longer be a sluggard in the Word of God. I will be passionate in my pursuit of you. I love reading the Word of God. I seek understanding of the Word of God. My prayers will work. Healing will manifest. Transformation will come. My expectation will be raised. I am unstoppable because God said so. Every weapon set against me will not prosper. The word of God will become part of me. The word of God will be something that I just don't believe, but something that I am. Amen and amen. Praise God. I thank you for listening to our first podcast of Reformation Radio. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Keep looking forward to to more. We're going to be putting these up weekly for you guys. Uh, I ask you uh, to follow us on iTunes, uh, write reviews on it. Give us a great rating on there and share with your friends and family and and even the lost because this is going to be something that blesses and touches them too. You can get me up on Twitter at Johnny Ova, J-O-H-N-N-Y-O-V-A-A-A. Follow me, like me on Twitter, shoot me questions if you have. Uh, You can also hook us up at soundofheaven.church. You can join our online community. We have an online training center. We have an online prayer form, 24-7 prayer. Uh, we have uh, our live stream services. Uh, where uh, if you're not in the New York area, and want to be part of what we're doing every Sunday live at 10:30 a.m. You could jump on board with us and be a part of our church. We have a cool interface on the computer where you can have a Bible there. You get notes there that download to your computer. You can give uh, uh, and support the the vision, the mission that God has put on our hearts. I mean, there's so many things that we can do, which is you know, which is exciting. And also that we have a on-demand app there. Uh, we have a study center on there Our, on demand is every service we've ever done we have a study center on there we have a whole bunch of different stuff so again uh, re- rate and review us on iTunes share this with all your friends and family let us know what you think make suggestions and if you want to be a guest or want to throw in your two cents we'd love to hear from you as well too get me at J- Johnny Ova J-O-H-N-N-Y-O-V-A-A-A on Twitter or you can email me at Johnny Ova with one a, J O H N N Y O V A. Uh, at soundofheavenchurch.com. Love you guys. God bless you. Enjoy your night. Thanks for listening to Reformation Radio. Visit us at soundofheaven.church. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Need prayer? Have questions? Call us at 631-940-1935.